In the family of grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan. On the chapter edition, and we're going to look at Exodus chapter 2. And as usual, let's start off with a word of prayer. Almighty loving God, I want to thank you for the gift of this day. I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for always being there for us, for always providing, and for always seeing and being there to give us everything that we need father i want to thank you for the guidance i want to thank you for the love where we offended you where we've gone wrong we ask for forgiveness and we beg that may you have mercy on us for the put our plans all our dreams and aspirations into your hands that may you bless them we put all our loved ones and everyone else into your hands almighty father we always believing and trusting in your mighty name let of your son jesus christ who strengthens us amen and as usual, we all know we are starting a new Bible series, the book of Exodus. And yeah, today we're going to look at Exodus chapter 2, the birth of Moses. Now, a man of the tribe of Levi married a Levite woman, and she became pregnant and gave birth to a son. And when she saw that he was a fine child, she decided she hid him for three months. But when she could hide him no longer, she got a papyrus basket for him and coated it with tar and pitch. Then she placed the child in it and put it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile. His sister stood on at a distance to see what would happen to him. Then Pharaoh's daughter went down to the Nile to bathe and her attendants were walking along the river bank. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her female slave to get it. She opened it and saw the baby. He was crying. She felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I, get, shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you? Yes, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this baby and nurse him for me, and I'll pay you. So the woman took the baby and nursed him. When the child grew older, she took him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She named him Moses, meaning, I drew him out of her water. Moses fled to Midian. One day, after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own, looking this way and that, and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him from in the sand. The next day he went out and saw two Hebrew men fighting. He asked the one in Rome, Why are you fighting your fellow Hebrew? The man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian man? Then Moses was afraid and thought, What I did must have become known. When Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian where he sat down by a well. Now a priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came to draw water and fill the troughs 
to water their father's flock. Some shepherds came along their way and drove them away, but Moses caught up and came to their rescue and watered their flock. When the girls returned to row their father, he asked them, Why have you returned so early today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. And where is he? Joel asked his daughters. Why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Moses agreed to stay with the man who gave him his daughter Zephora to marry Moses. Zephora gave birth to a son, and Moses named him Gasham, saying, I have become a foreigner in a foreign land. During that period, the king of Egypt died. The easels groaned in their slavery and cried out, and they cried for help, and cried out, and they cried, pardon, the Israelites groaned in slavery and cried out, and their cry for help because of the slavery went up to God. God heard that they were groaning, and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. So God looked on, his, on the Israelites, and he was concerned about them. And that was our wonder chapter for today, the birth and story of Moses. I tell you, we have begun a chapter, a new Bible series, and we have begun another series, Keeping Up with Moses. I think we are all very familiar with Moses and what he grew. Today we saw where Moses came from and all that. So the first thing that really hit me today was from verse 6. What does verse 6 say? She opened it up and saw the baby. He was crying and she felt sorry for him. This is one of the Hebrew babies, she said. Wow. Like, I don't even know where to start from. Because if you have been following this series, you will know that Pharaoh had put, can I say a rule, that all male Hebrew boys had to be thrown into the Nile. Amen? And here is Pharaoh's own daughter coming to bathe. And what does she get? A baby Hebrew boy. And what does she do? You know, she was really bathing in the Nile. Eh? So she could have just immersed him and made him drink water. But she decides to be kind. Because if you continue from verse 7, then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby? Yes, go, she answered. So the girl went and got the baby's mother. She was compassionate and kind. And that's the virtue that I want us to see today. We ought to learn to be compassionate and kind. Show mercy to others. Pharaoh was saying all Hebrew boys should be thrown. But this is Pharaoh's daughter here showing mercy and compassion. And that's how us as Christians, we as Christians, that's what we are owed and that's what we are supposed to do. We must show 
mercy and compassion to other people. Amen? Even if they have done us wrong, even if they have, I don't know, even if they have done us in the worst way possible, show them mercy. Show them mercy. Show them compassion. Be kind to them. Don't fight fire with fire. Don't try to drive away darkness with darkness. No. As Christians, let's be different. Today, let's emulate the Pharaoh's daughter's kind act. And that should be our daily standard. The bare minimum, being compassionate and merciful. Because if we continue, amen, to verse 11, one day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his own people, looking this way and that way and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. That's from verse 11, 12. Verse 11, we see Moses taking off some time to go and see his people. Amen. To go and meet his people where he was raised. You see? He could have decided to just keep on enjoying the prestigious life at Pharaoh's palace. Remember now he was being raised at Pharaoh's palace. But because he knew he had an attachment, but because he knew he had people somewhere, he did not forget them. How many times do we forget fellow Christians? We are in this journey. We are in a journey. All of us are together. But how many times do we forget fellow Christians? Sometimes we even forget our own people. And when you continue verse 12, Moses killed an Egyptian man for a Hebrew man. Now I'm not saying that you should go around killing people. Hmm? But how much are you willing to put up for the sake of your fellow Christian brother, for the faith of your fellow Christian sister? Just how much are you willing to put up? That's the question. What kind of Christian bond do you share? What kind of Christian bond do you share? When you see your fellow Christian suffering, are you going to watch in silence because it's not you? And by the way, Moses didn't even know this person. All he knew was that he was one of him. So can we emulate that as well? Learn to help your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. That regardless of knowing him or not, of knowing her or not, you will always still be there and willing to lend a helping hand. 
were necessary. And if you go into verse 13, now the next day he went out and saw two Hebrew men fighting. He asked the one in Rome, why are you hitting your fellow Hebrew? Now yesterday, an Egyptian was beating up a Hebrew. Kati today, two Hebrew men are fighting. What does Moses do? He asks them, why are you fighting each other? Why? He was also puzzled. He was flabbergasted. Why are you fighting each other? And I think they didn't have a proper answer. But today, we are being told do not waste time fighting each other. As Christians, we know who we are supposed to be fighting, our one and only enemy, the devil. Don't waste time fighting each other. Because when you start fighting each other, you're reducing our labor force, which should not be the case. Do your part in fighting the enemy. That no matter what your Christian brother or sister has done to you, there's always an amicable way of solving this. Amen? And if we to continue to verse 14, then the man said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me? And as you killed the Egyptian, then Moses was afraid and he thought, what I did must have become known. So Moses remembers that yesterday he killed someone. He thought he had done it eh? in darkness. But remember, whatever you do in the dark comes out one day in the light. And now, here is his fellow Hebrew confronting him. So what does, what happened? If you continue to verse 15. When Moses, when Pharaoh heard of this, he tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from Pharaoh and went to live in Midian where he sat down by a will. One time I was telling you, there are consequences of Sin. And that's exactly what's happening. There are consequences of sin. And now Moses loses his place in Pharaoh's palace because he had killed an Egyptian, because he had sinned. And the consequence was losing his status in the Pharaoh's courts. And are you seeing what happened? It's because of sin. I always tell you the same thing. Sin always has consequences. And now you see how Moses is being distanced 
from the Pharaoh. That is what sin does to us and our relationship with God. It pulls us further apart. It makes us feel that guilt. But we are glad to have a merciful Father. Get on your knees. Tell him sorry. He will listen. I assure you that he will listen. And when you're going to verse 20, when you read through the, in, like the verses leading up to 20, you will see Moses being at a well. And because he has a nice heart, because he has a kind heart, you see him helping some few girls to help them water their flock and fetch water after they were chased by other herdsmen. Are you seeing that kind of heart that we should have as Christians? Not expecting anything in return. Moses did this all from his heart. And now we see in verse 20, Raul, Raul, Ruel, the father of this, the uh, girls, asking where that man was and where is he? Ruel asked his daughters, why did you leave him? Invite him to have something to eat. Continue being kind because you never know when that act of being kind. You never know where that act of loving others will will take you one day. You never know. And I'm not saying you should start being kind, expecting something in return. Just be kind, period. Not even going to say anything else. Just be kind. That's it. And if we continue to verse 23, which is actually my favorite verse. During that long period, the king of Egypt died. The Egypts groaned in their slavery and cried out. And their cry for help because of their slavery went up to God. That's my favorite verse today. The Lord listens and he hears all yet cries. He sees those tears. So whenever you need something, tell him. However long it takes, he's going to respond. Because he does not forget his people. In verse 24, God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. He does not forget his people. So he will not forget you. Lastly, verse 25. So God looked on the Israelites and was concerned about them. The Lord is concerned about you. The Lord is concerned about your relationship with Him. The Lord is concerned, 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 concerned. The Lord is crazy for you. Because He loves you. Because He's a merciful Lord. Amen. And that's what I had for you today. Take some time. Read Exodus chapter 2. Meditate. What do you understand? Write to us. Daily Grace with Alan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at Daily Grace with Alan. I always tell you the Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. And yes, He will. Almighty loving God, I thank you for the gift of the stone. Thank you for the 
birth of a new personality in the Bible, Moses' father. Today we have seen how kind and how loving Moses was and the kind of heart that he had. Father Almighty, may you give us the same virtues, the same traits as Moses, to always see and love all of us since we are all created in your own image. Fill this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son Jesus Christ who strengthens us. Amen.